0: From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Friday, May 28th. I'm Marco Werman. The American military death toll in Afghanistan reaches 1,000. This at a time when combat is picking up in parts of Afghanistan that were quiet during the winter. You can practice maneuvers, you can do all that stuff back at training, but when there's actual bullets flying, how do you react? And later, a TV chef helps an earthquake survivor from Haiti and gets some help herself in return. I've raised money that brought Sanley here for her care, and her mom is saving me by teaching me how to cook a goat. First, this news.
1: BBC News with Zoe Diamond. In a bid to answer recent criticism, President Obama has been paying a second visit to Louisiana to supervise the cleanup of the Gulf of Mexico oil spill. He flew along the coast to see the damage, visited the the town of Grand Island spent longer than the scheduled two hours in the area. Here's our North America editor Mark Mordell. The
2: criticism began in Washington, but the mood here in Louisiana is changing. There's a sense of hopelessness and anger towards the president now, as well as BP. The complex relationship between the oil company and the government adds to the sense of confusion. Only BP has the equipment to stop the leak, and the law says they are responsible for the clear-up. But there's a growing sense that the president hasn't visibly taken control. His trip to Grand Isle is designed to deal with that, but its very brevity may undermine the intention.
1: An international ratings agency, Fitch, is downgrading its assessment of Spain's ability to pay its debts. The agency said it was cutting the country's credit rating one notch from AAA to AA+. Spain's adopting a number of measures designed to tackle its large budget deficits, which was over 11% last year. Here's our economics correspondent, Andrew Walker.
3: A credit rating downgrade means that the agency thinks Spain will find it harder to manage the government finances and maintain its debt payments. It does not mean that a default is considered likely. Indeed, the new rating, AA+, means that's a very low risk in the agency's judgement. But it does suggest the risk is higher than it was. Fitch thinks the economy is likely to be even weaker than the government predicts, which means lower tax revenue. And the agency thinks the government will struggle to make spending cuts it plans. The euro and shares in New York did fall after the announcement of the downgrade of Spain, although European stock markets were already closed.
1: Gunmen have attacked two mosques belonging to a minority sect in the Pakistani city of Lahore. At least 70 people have been killed and more than 80 have been injured. This report from Ali McBull in Islamabad.
4: Gunmen and suicide bombers killed and injured, scores of worshippers who'd been packed in the buildings for Friday prayers. They all belong to a minority sect of Islam, the Emadis. Many hardline Muslims here consider Emadis to be non-Muslims. They've been targeted by militants in the past and have long campaigned for better protection and the right to practice their religion freely. But this is the biggest attack on the community in years. And Lahore, which has seen suicide bombings at security and civilian targets alike in the last year, now has major sectarian tension to contend with as well.
1: A spokesman for Indian Railways says at least 100 people are now believed to have been killed in a train crash in eastern India. A passenger train derailed and carriages were thrown onto an adjacent track into the path of a goods train. Police have said Maoist rebels sabotaged the railway line, but a Maoist leader has contacted the BBC to deny it. This is the World News from the BBC. The Japanese Prime Minister Yukio Hatoyama has dismissed a junior coalition partner from government for opposing an agreement with the Americans over a military base on the island of Okinawa. Mr. Hatoyama sacked Mizuho Fukushima after she persisted in criticising him for going back on an election promise to move the Futenma base off the island. The United Nations Security Council has authorised pulling out 2,000 peacekeepers from the Democratic Republic of Congo. That's just 10% of the peacekeeping force there, and far less than the Congolese government had demanded. Here's our UN correspondent Barbara Plett. The
0: security-